<laughs> that means oh, thumbs up. Right. Yeah. It is hot. We are in the Bay Area. It's not as hot as some places, but it's hot. Uh, especially if you live here in the Bay Area, it's hot to you. Um, but hey, we got a show to do. Rain or shine, baby. Heat mm-hmm. or heat strokes. We're still here. Uh, so this week, we've got MLB. We are back in action. All-Star is over. Uh, we're moving into the beginning of what our teams will look like for the NBA season coming up forward. Touch base on some little uh, football and soccer action got going on here. And if we got some time, we got some cool, interesting news that's coming out of the NFL that I think should shed some light and I think should uh, be talked about as far as uh, what's going on in, in the current world of NFL. So without further ado, Vinci, my guy. I know Vincy. we just, I know we just came back from the All Star break. How are the A's doing? Are they doing like ten times better than than previous? No, they are continuing the trend that we saw before. They they dropped all three games at home against Minnesota. Uh, they lose five four, ten seven, and five four again. This week they have three games at home against Boston, and they have four games at home against Houston. They are currently twenty five wins, seventy losses, good enough for dead last. In the AL. And the but AL remember, list. but remember though, it's the A's. The A's are the reason why the Yankees fired their hitting coach. I will die on that hill. Okay. <laughs> what what minor <laughs> solace we can you uh, get. You, you know, couldn't it, hit the A's p- pitchers? You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Kindly kick rocks, sir. Yeah, uh, th- that's exactly how that went. Um, We're calling in Sean Casey. That's right. Oh, Lord. The guy who got so, thrown out trying to like left field. from left field yeah uh the old <laughs> seven to three put out uh yeah a, you know, okay anyway uh also the giants they were in pittsburgh they win all three games six four three one and eight four this week uh they have four at cincinnati and three at washington actually the um the, the first game is already uh underway uh in cincinnati they are 52 wins 41 losses sole possession of second place in the nl west the Diamondbacks have dropped four in a row. They're um, starting to fade just a little bit. Like are, they are Diamondbacks they might. in first or third? They're in first. Still. Diamondbacks are in third. The Dodgers yeah, are in, Dodgers first in first with a game and a half lead on the Giants as we speak. So it's safe to say that neither of these teams are in play for Otani, but most definitely not the A's are in, are in play for Otani, right? <laughs> like we, we, can, we, can, we can knock that one off the list there. Uh, yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see? Uh, was it Brent Rooker's? Uh, was it Rooker at the All Star game for the yeah. A's? And they asked him, uh, "What do you think about Otani coming to?" O-? <laughs> he gave this like <laughs> very political, you know, politically correct, like, "Oh, you know, we got a young team, a lot of talent. It's going to come to fruition, you know, all at the same time." And then the uh, reporter, as soon as he said it was over, was like, Rooker was like, yeah, he ain't going. <laughs> you, know what, you know what probably happened in the locker room? They probably had all the A's players stand next to each other in a row. And the, and I bet you we the coaches went, look to your left and look to your right, because these guys will probably not be on the team with you next year. <laughs> he might not even be on the team. Exactly. I mean, yeah. He might get traded. Uh, so we're not getting Otani. Um, I, I would think not. The so Giants – are always going to be in discussions of getting high talent and then never actually get them. So there's that, you know, um, that's why we think that's why I agree that Otani's not going to the giants either because they all, yeah. it's just something always happens. And the giants are always, you know, the second best offer and they always miss out on basically everybody. The the giants are like, they're like, we have money and we're going to play money ball, but with like coupons. Like that's the Giants, right? Like they they're could the shell out if they wanted they're the to. Extreme coupon clippers. Uh, they're the yeah. ones that like they they have the basement stocked full of like ten jugs of laundry detergent, and uh, <laughs> they're yeah. buying stuff. It's just it's just at a wholesale price, right? Exactly. <laughs> I um, actually I actually kind of want to chime into the uh, to the Cincinnati game. Did you guys see um, Ellie's throw from shortstop? Oh my, the other it's like game? a hundred and eighty no. mile an hour fastball across the diamond. <laughs> yeah. He like broke the stat cast record from yeah. like 2005. It was like 95 miles per hour. He threw a ball to first base to get a guy out. It was insane. Wow. Um, we were talking about him last week on, on our show, but uh, you know, yeah. Right. Obviously I'm still going to build around Otani, but 
man, he is fun to watch. And I definitely want to chime into some of these Giants games. And Real quick, shout out Daniel in the chat. Um, he was on last week. We're probably going to have him on again, either next week or the week after. But I uh, just wanted to say what's up. And uh, with Otani, there's a lot, I mean, local radio. I mean, I know it's local, but they spent the entire day talking about Otani going to the Giants. And Twitter no. was also talking about Otani to the Giants. Um, the, the the thing that they were debating was, could you trade for him? Could you put a package together and, and trade for him? Because the Giants have a, a pretty fairly loaded uh, minor league system. And the debate was, is if you trade for him, maybe, what is it, 10 weeks, you can win him over and, and sign him in the offseason or and right. do something like the, they did with Hunter Pence. Uh, right. For but the, yeah. the, the problem is, is various hosts were bringing up the statistics of when you trade for a guy and how likely are they to resign with you? Um, it's really not that much higher. Um, and especially that this is Otani's probably going to be his biggest payday as a free agent. Um, he, you're probably not re-signing with any club that you get traded to. If you get traded, um, he's going to free agency and he's going to get, you know, uh, he wants to see what other greener pastures that every team has on their side of the fence. So I, I don't think trading for him guarantees you that you're going to stick, you know, he's going to stick with you also too. I would be terrified if you part with six, seven top prospects maybe two or three pan out for a 10 month loan for a 10 month and then how many it took them it took far anxiety what five years yeah. to get mm -hmm. the to get the minor league system to where it's at right now and you know all of these guys are not gonna pan out if you get a couple of them too that's like a that's a good that's a good farm system what the john oh at the dodgers have done and the astros have done is kind of rare that many prospects hitting you know, that many guys coming up and hit it, you know, being serviceable major leaguers right away, right off the bat. Yeah. Daniel's well, I mean, bring, look at, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Daniel's bringing up in the chat. Uh, the Dodgers have, are a couple of examples. They traded for Manny Machado Which, and Max Scherzer, and both of them left almost immediately after uh, hitting free agency uh, just a couple months later. So, I mean, it, it speaks to that. Like, like even the Dodgers are not going to resign everybody that they trade for, you know, like, yeah, I mean, all the right, money on the, the Giants, planet. though. The Giants had Chris Bryant, and he went to go play for a crappy Colorado Rockies team. I mean, it's not even in their history that that could even happen for them. I will say that the that the NLS is probably off the cards to get Otani. I don't know what the Dodgers could really trade in assets to get Otani. The Padres don't have anything. Their farm system is probably almost dead last. They well, got, I don't like, think two the good Angels. Players. I don't think the Angels trade them to any any SoCal team and I don't think they trade them to the San Francisco giants. So if they do trade yeah. him, it's going to be somewhere not in their market. I think it, as a free agent, I think he would sign with the Dodgers, the Padres. I put the Mets, the Yankees in there just because they're Hell, gonna open e up the even wallet. Seattle for the, uh, the Japanese connection. Uh, there are a dark horse player. I would say, I don't think he'll actually yeah, be out there, that. but like, I think that they could, you know, raise the price on the other teams at least, you know, uh, right. It, yeah. I just, interesting I, bidding. I think the Mariners just don't have $950 million to offer a guy. I think right. that's the problem that they're running into. Um, do they have the lineage? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, for sure. That'd be a great place for him to go. Uh, I don't think from looking at a standpoint that if he were to be traded, he's not going to an AOS team. So I think he would knock the Astros off. Um, the Rangers, I, you'd probably knock them off too. They're in first place, but they're one of the best teams in baseball in reality where could he go if he was to be traded man i mean let me let me reset it like this too is if you're the giants and you give up five six of your top prospects does that make you a world series contender yeah exactly i think you got to take a scope of your team and i don't think the giants yeah, and i don't think they would make them I, that. I think it makes them an nlcs contender i don't know if it gets them all the way to the world right. series though yeah the, I think it makes the Dodgers like legit or even more legit. Um, I think it makes the Yankees um, that much better. 
because there there's a lot of players that they're going to be able to bring back and they're going to make other moves. You know, the Giants, how much more payroll can they add? The one thing that the Giants have going for them is this fucking bullpen. Like the bullpen has been lights out. Like yeah. that's the thing that like you look at World Series winners and the bullpens and the Giants got a really good bullpen right now. Yeah, Daniel, I know you're saying the Yankees are are a big play into it, but but I mean, let's look at it. You know, the Yankees are 10 games off pace for first place. They're not they're not battling for a first place. They're they're battling for a wild card and they're seven games away from uh Baltimore, who owns another wild card spot. So yeah, um I don't think the Yankees are in play either. I think in reality, the Guardians are probably in play because they're only three games off from winning it. And I would argue that the Phillies are probably in play and and that's, that's kind of really it. I mean, the Reds aren't really going to trade anything. They don't really have any asset pace pieces they could trade right now because most of them are already playing with the big club anyways. So if you're going to trade something, you're going to basically break apart what has been, a, you know, a, a historic run for the Reds as of late. So I, I'm going to push back a little bit on the Yankees. I think they're always a player and they may be right now as they sit, dead last in the AL East, but they are six games above 500. They're only two games out of a wild card spot. And as we know, sometimes you just got to get in. And then, and then after that, you know, whatever happens, happens. I think that the Rays are a problem uh, for the Yankees, but everybody else, um, I, I don't think they're afraid of anybody per se or anything. And I just, I, I think, they feel like they're in it. They're going to make a move. They're going to try to get a guy and we'll see what we'll see what happens there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the Yankees are not living up to the expectations of the record that we thought they were going to be at, but regardless they're they will always be after the biggest fish in the pond. And he's, he's a, he's a star. And yeah. They'll be in. But do you think the Yankees make that play after the season ends? I don't I know. I think if it's more realistic longer. for them. To make the to make the play after, then they don't have to burn any of their um. Yeah. They don't have to send away anybody. Like they're gonna be in the market for him after the season anyway. But if they can, you know, get away with sending, you know, two top prospects and a and a few other fillers instead of three or four like some of the other teams might. I don't know. Like you never know what the baseball market is going to end up dealing. And I I feel like every time a big name gets moved then the the return is never as good as you would expect it to be. Jin Carlos Stanton gets traded to the Angels for Shohei Otani. You get a left <laughs> fielder and a starting pitcher. And maybe maybe uh you know he him being an Anaheim can hit better with a new scenery. I mean Wild, you never know. I mean, press. Just well, I'll have to ask my Yankees contact and see what he thinks about that. Uh, Why would you ask the toilet for for context? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with Daniel here. He says the Yankees and Dodgers make a push in the offseason, not giving up those prospects. Yeah, that's exactly. kind of I think, that's kind of where think, I was yeah. angling yeah, um, I as well. I think so, too. Yeah, I think that's the best play. But I, I, if you're going to make a trade for Otani, right? The Angels already said yes. I think the teams in play are probably going to be the Guardians. They're three games out from first place. I don't know what the Twins can really give up. You know, they they pretty much offloaded this this offseason anyway. So they'd be trading. If I was a team, up. if I was a team like Baltimore, I would give up like my entire double A system, triple, you know, because you you got from Baltimore's perspective or a team of that equivalent, if you could get Shohei and you win it this year and he walks away, it's all worth it. Because you're yeah. probably not gonna Did win another one for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think Baltimore's problem is the same thing that the reds have is that they don't really have a strong farm system right now because all the guys are up at the big club right now so you'd have to trade away things that are at the big uh, club at this time baltimore is actually like a top seven minor league system man they are they got more guys on the way yeah the, they uh, got the tanking more... has really worked for them yeah and, uh, they're 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 really deep actually Hell, they've won eight straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're they're the, the number one wild card team. They're actually like, like two games uh off of the Rays right now. So I mean yeah. they're they're surging a bit. Yeah, they the got, Rays they... have have gone three and seven in their last ten. So uh they're How coming weird back though, to see Yankees and the Red Sox down at the bottom though. What a yeah. weird I mean, six games above five hundred, so bottom is relative um compared to the fucking twins 
two games above 500 and they had to go on a three game win streak to get there uh to get above 500 uh yeah so uh, it, it's it's just weird how the central and just how fucking top heavy the uh the al east is right now and the i would AL think central's always been weak though as long as i yeah, can remember I mean, it's always been yeah weak. It, it's it's been weak for a while but this is extreme i think like to to have literally all five teams in one division easily above 500 like the yankees are in last place they are six games clear of 500 right now and they're yeah. only two games out of a wild card spot and they're the bottom dweller and they have a a a, a much better record but like two two games at least over the twins right now so that's just it's just weird how it goes baseball gonna baseball you know yeah but i i agree with sam that he's not gonna go to an nos team he's for sure not gonna go to an aos team you wouldn't trade within your own division especially in the same season so um that would be just absolutely it would have to be a that. hell of a return for that like yeah. for them to do that i mean and they are out of it. The Angels are definitely not making the playoffs this year. They're doing exactly Angels going to Angel, right? Um, uh, yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah, Mike so, Trout's hurt. And, yeah, exactly. They're, so. And they're, they're two games under 500. And, I mean, we can circle back to now uh, looking at what our predictions were. Yeah, and now that we've hit timing. the All-Star game, I think now's yeah. the time to look at it. Um, Bring it up. I, I I I have it right here. Uh, let, let's let's start in the American League. Let's actually start here. All three of us had the Yankees winning the can AL Tim, East. Can Tim get this on the screen? Um, no, 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 he can't. Um, because I'm not gonna share. I guess because it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so let's see. Uh, we we all had the Yankees winning the AL East. Uh, clearly that's not happening. The Rays are you know ten games uh, ahead right now. We all had, let's see, um, we had the white me top. and Sam had the Guardians. Tyler had the Twins uh, oh. winning the AL Central. Hey, right I'm coming now, up, huh? Coming hey, up look for at you. Reason. Look at you. Yeah, look um, at that. Yeah, the Guardians are only like a game back, though, so don't breathe too easily yet. Uh, as far as the West Sir, goes. Uh, two and a half games. Two and a half. Two, two and a half, whatever. I don't <laughs> I'm looking at the the wild card standing, so I have a hey, wild in, card. An in inch is an inch. <laughs> inch is an inch. That's fair. All right. So the east, I, I mean, excuse me, the west. The uh, Sam and I had the Astros. Tyler, you had the Angels. <laughs> I was close. We, we just close. talked about this. We literally just talked about this. You know, um, and we said that we, I, and I remember saying that I didn't want to pick the Rangers because they had a terrible season last year. They put all this money into it. And just goes to show you that Bruce Bochy is one hell of a coach, man. He really is. Bruce Bochy's underrated as fuck. Um, yeah. So uh, our wild card teams, uh, Sam had the Blue Jays, Twins, and Mariners. I had the Blue Jays, Mariners, and Angels. There we go. Vince fucking up with the Angels there. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, you had Astros, Mariners, Guardians. So uh, the Mariners, we all had them in the playoffs. They're only, yeah. let's see, they're five games out of a playoff spot right now um i was close that was you know 66 percent they're, they're at 500 right now i just i don't think that you know the mariners are gonna make it uh the guardians are probably the only way they get in is by winning the division they're not gonna catch a wild card team uh astros uh are so the real standings right now the rays are up top the east the rangers are on top of the west and the twins are on top in the central the wild card teams in the AL are the Orioles, Blue Jays, and Astros. If the season yeah. were to end right now, so that's kind of interesting. The Rangers are in there. The Rays. None of us had the Rays. I think we just forgot about them when we were making our picks. You know. Well, they also um, offloaded a lot of talent this season. But you know what, though, I should have guessed Wander Franco yeah. and yeah. yeah so, so the big surprises here are the Rangers and the Orioles. Uh, really, just played themselves into serious baseball here. Uh, as for the National League. Sam had the Braves. I had the Mets. Tyler had the Phillies. So naturally, it's the Braves up top. Sam, you're leading the pack there. For the West, uh, Sam, Tyler had the Padres. I had the Dodgers. Right now, I'm correct. All hail me. Um, as for I mean, the Central goes, the Brewers are whoa. leading the way right now. All three of us picked the Cardinals. All three of us suck. No, the Cardinals I mean suck. The that has to be the biggest, like, 
everybody picked the Cardinals. I mean, you could like yeah. so many people were were high on the Cardinals. You got the NL MVP, and you show up like this in yeah, soiled underpants. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> you know? really, just giant shit string. Uh, man, all over poo all over their drawers. I man. I really don't get. I mean, bed. everybody is just not having a good season. Right. You know, so, for, so here, here's our wild card predictions, just so that we have that clear. Sam, because you had the Padres winning the division, you had the Dodgers as a wild card team. The Mets and the Phillies were your other two. I had the Braves, Padres, and Phillies. Tyler, you had the Braves, Mets, and Dodgers. We all are wrong about the Mets. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's not worked out really at all to anybody's uh, expectations. But to be fair, the Dodgers could be a wild card team. Yeah, if the Giants Sorry, Daniel. Uh, yeah, it, like if the Giants somehow, you know, make a move and the Dodgers like fall on their faces, I think the Dodgers are really starting to figure it out. So, if the if the Giants don't make a move, they're going to the Dodgers are going to run away with this uh, by the end of it. By, it's, by the time it's all said and done. Right now, the Braves, Dodgers, and Brewers are your division leaders. The wildcard teams are the Giants, Marlins, and Diamondbacks. The Phillies are only a half game out, so um, the Phillies could sneak in there and make us all look like geniuses uh, by picking them. Yeah, but them nobody beforehand. picked the Marlins, man. What the hell was happening the, there? The Reds what are two Reds? games back as well. Um, God, the Padres making us all look stupid, just like the Cardinals made us all look stupid. Uh, God, your yeah. team, Tyler... Six games under 500. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what it is. It's just, I mean, they're just mediocre in all stat lines. I mean, mm-hmm. their pitching shows up one day and then doesn't show up for two more days. Right. Their hitting it's, shows up for two games and then show yeah. up for the, like the next four games. It's just yeah. mediocre. Right. Um. So as it stands right now, all three of us had picked National League teams that are nowhere near making the playoffs. Sam had the Cardinal, uh, Cardinals. I had the Mets. You had the Padres, Tyler. So uh, we're all just so fucking wrong about who the uh, National League champion would be. And we all picked the Yankees to be the American League champion. The Yankees are only two games out of the wild card. If they make a move of some kind um, and they can get a little bit healthier as we go, who knows what happens there? So there's your check-in for... Did we pick a World Series winner? Um, Yeah, so uh, Sam had the Yankees. I had the Mets. You had the uh, Padres okay yeah. so I, I know there's not much more left on baseball but looking at the standings now right <laughs> i don't know if you guys are seeing them if you have in front of you put them in front of you here otherwise i can name all off oh, here but who do you think at this point is a front runner to probably be in the world series and or win it atlanta atlanta yeah, yeah. i think so too I mean, atlanta are we going... and i mean uh if the dodgers get the pitching healthy uh daniel brought that up um uh, if if the Dodgers get their arms, their pitching healthy, then we got a series in the NLCS between those two. Uh, I think that, I think I the American know. League is going to be tough. I mean, the Orioles could make it. I don't know, but the Rays, the Orioles, the Rangers, and the Astros. Those are probably the four teams. Those are probably the four teams. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Man, it's so easy to bank on the Rays because they have experience in doing this because they've been to the playoffs so much, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even like as great of a manager as Bruce Bochy is. I, I don't know how um, how the the team is going to hold up. This is their first playoff, you know, run of any significance uh, yeah, since the I mean, early 2010s. You know, it's been a decade. It's been more than a decade since they were last in the World Series. You know, playing meaningful baseball, and the Astros are only three games back. So. Do the Astros come back and catch the Rangers uh, in these last couple of months as well? Who knows? You know, right. maybe they yeah, swap. As, as far as positional players go, I'm looking at it. You know, other than Marcus Simeon and Robbie Grossman and Leotis Tavares, there's not a lot of people that have playoff experience for the Rangers. That's about yeah, exactly. it. Who, as far as position um, players go, I mean, and and not having experience doesn't mean you're going to automatically suck down the stretch, but it just means we don't know. You know, yeah. it, we, we don't know how you're going to react to high pressure situations uh, at this point. And obviously these guys are professionals and you just, you would expect that most of them are going to be at least continue to do whatever they've been doing on average, but guys hit slumps, you know, slumps happen. Who knows what, you know, we, we just don't know. And 
I'm not completely convinced that the Rangers are going to hold on just yet. Uh, yeah. I've seen, I, I, yeah. I'm going to put my money on championship game to get into the world series. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go the Astros and then I'm going to go with uh, the race. I think it's probably a safe bet. And then I'm going to go Rays get into the world series to go play uh, the Braves. That's my uh, just keeping it all in the uh, southeastern corner of the states, huh? Yeah, and I think the Braves are going to win it out. Yeah, they're they're so good. They're it's <laughs> it's tough to see. Like like I, I, right now, I, I think anybody would have to at least concede that the Braves look really really good, and that's going to be a tough out. It's a tough ask yeah. to get them eliminated at any point. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the rest of the season shakes out. But I think that's. That that's it for your um check-in on how terrible we are at picking winners. <laughs> yeah. Uh doing some housekeeping here. Um, Sam, I'm gonna let you take lead on this one here. Uh the A's have a Unite the Bay, uh, which is the A's versus the Giants on the 25th at Oracle Park. Uh go ahead and let us know so the fans can know if those are local, uh, what's going on with it again. Yeah, so if you guys uh anybody who's been watching um, and living under a rock. Uh, John Fisher's a terrible owner of the athletics. and He's the uh, douchest of bags. So there was reverse boycott, and uh, now there's another, another um, I'll, I'll say, a protest uh, happening with at Oracle Park, SF Giants. So uh, there's going to be a ton of these. Um, you can get your sell the shirt if you were not able to get one at the reverse boycott. Oaklandish is selling them now in different colors. So if you want to have a sell shirt in your team's colors, you can go to their website and order those site, uh, order those shirts. Come on, Baltimore, uh, buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so this Tuesday is, uh, we're calling it Unite the Bay A's versus Giants, July Next 25th. Tuesday, not this Tuesday. Next Tuesday, excuse me. Yeah. July 25th at Oracle Park. Um, and this is... Uh, Ace fans are not taking over the ballpark. We're uniting. Uh, Giants fans are, I'll say, kind enough, gracious enough to welcome a visiting fan base into their home and um, support uh, Oakland baseball. Um, I find that um, very endearing and sweet and kind. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast about how Walter Haas surrendered San Jose rights uh, to the Giants if if it meant uh, keeping the A's in Oakland. And this is not a gesture from Giants ownership. I don't expect them to make this type of gesture because it's not the same ownership group from those early 90s. Um, and the Giants ownership, they are a business. They are very corporate. It's not owned by one person. It's owned by many, many people. Um, but I do appreciate the Giants fans supporting uh, the A's fans and their efforts. And I'm sure there's going to be more uh, coming about um, as the season goes on. Um, there is a, you know, check for it on, on Twitter. There's a documentary on the way um, that's being made by, by a fan who wants to keep the A's in Oakland. Um, he had access to mayor Shang Tao, uh, some other um, well-known uh, A's fans are in the documentary. Um as you know, some of you know, just real quick about the all-star break. Um, there was quite a presence at the all-star game about what's going yeah, thank on. Thank you for mentioning this. I was going to mention this too. So, yeah. Um, so there, it's pretty cool. There's a checklist of seeing sell shirts at like different stadiums. I think there's only like two stadiums to go and there's been a sell shirt documented at like every stadium in MLB. Uh, because the, the problem isn't just with Oakland, you know, this is, this is going to happen with Milwaukee. You know, Milwaukee ownership, the Milwaukee Brewers ownership is already asking for money, $200 plus million to renovate their stadium after, you know, the city paid half the ballpark to build it. Um, you know, so there's cities that are uh, on the hook with repairing and keeping these things up to date. Otherwise, MLB and sports uh, sports uh, leagues are going to threaten to to leave. Um, so it's literally holding cities hostage. Of course, there's um, business to be done. Of course, Oakland should help out the A's develop certain things, but 
not at the expense of education, not at the expense of police, not at the expense of healthcare. Um, you know, these are uh, major markets that have a lot of needs. And we're seeing that even with Nevada, with Las Vegas, as they maybe get the A's is uh, they're, you know, the teachers union is being completely forgotten about where, you know, teachers were asking for supplies, for materials to teach these children to a free lunch program to feed children that are that are impoverished and, and need a healthy meal and well one thing to know with that is that it wasn't like they just asked this year they've been asking for they've multiple asked for years, years. And, and john fisher comes in and gets a deal in two weeks you know and they don't they offer you know the a's come in and in a couple of weeks ask for you know half a billion dollars with a powerpoint presentation no no money secured, um, no architects secured, no plans secured, nothing secured, and then the state hands them three hundred and eighty million, no questions asked, and um, no city should forget about their education. No city should should forget about children um, and the needs of a city. So, um, if you want to learn more about that, there's a ton of information on Twitter. Just search um, "Unite the Bay." And that hashtag will uh, will link you to everything. I know there are some uh, homemade baseball cards that are going to be going around. Uh, some fans made baseball cards, and there's some special edition baseball cards in there. Um, so check out Hot Dog How. He has some cards that he's going to be handing out. There's like Unite the Bay cards that are going to be going out. Um, so that's like real quick. That's like the the last thing I'll say is like the silver lining is I've. Unfortunately, I've gone to, down the rabbit hole of being really, I'll say, cynical or upset with people who come down my road and, and say, let it go. Let the A's go. It's done. Um, you know, my counter to that is you let it go. Let go that people are going to argue about it. Let go that people are going to fight for, you know, for what's right. Um, and why are we, why are people taking the sides of uh, billionaires? So the silver lining is I have seen more people come together about the A's issue um, than come than divide us. I see more union in baseball amongst fans uh, than I see divide. So I, I find that as a silver lining. Of course, I would love to keep uh, baseball here. Um, you know, so uh, if you're listening to this, keep up. Uh, Keep those hashtags trending. Keep the pressure on John Fisher. Boycott the gap and everything that he owns. Uh, this person does not deserve uh, to own a team. Um, and this pressure should should extend to what's, you know, the earthquakes. You know, yeah. they have a stadium. They have a stadium. They have a, a revenue stream. And they he don't spend money. Yeah. You know, so you can't you can't tell me that the A's are going to get a, a shiny stadium in Las Vegas and then all of a sudden they're going to be, you know, number one in payroll and going to the World Series and this Tiger just changes stripes or Zebra changes stripes, however you want to call it. Um, he ain't going to change. This is how he runs the gap. This is how he runs the earthquakes. This is how he runs his business. Just look at his business. This is how it's run. It's vulture capitalism buy something and rip it of its resources and it's not just him it's other teams that milk and suck cities dry um and you see it with his other businesses it's it's absolute trash um i could go on for yeah. hours so i gotta i gotta cut myself off yeah to your point i mean the rockies baltimore uh the tampa you know those those are some cities i can name right off the top of the head uh, milwaukee as well that's um Ownership just tends to not give a crap what's around them, just what can fill their pockets. Um, I also today was talking to a buddy who um, in Oklahoma who sent me a video about um, stadiums uh, basically being detrimental to taxpayers. And I told him, I said, hey, man, how much time you got? You know, I'm going to tell you what's going on with Oakland and what we're dealing with, you know. And so um, same points, you know, kind of went over what the city of Oakland had to offer, what what transpired, you know, and how we got to here. And I told him, I was like, man, this is the reason why I don't shop at Old Navy or Gap or Van Republic. And my friend said, you know, I had no reason to ever want to shop there, but now I definitely have 100% to 1000% reason why I never want to shop there. So um, educate yourself, you know, if you're, if you're not sure and you're just saying something just to kind of, you know, irritate somebody because you're tired of hearing them argue, listen to somebody, 
listen to a, a local fan and it doesn't have to be an Oakland A's fan. Listen to a Colorado Rockies fans. They're upset and they're wanting their team to be sold too. You know, you shouldn't like a show that we watch. Owners don't own the team per se. The fans own the team, the loyalty, them showing up every single day. Um, I think that needs to be taken into a high consideration when you take ownership of a team that you're not just owning it for yourself, but you're owning it for the people that it means something to them as well. So you are a steward uh, of the team. You're not, you, you may be the one getting the biggest paycheck out of all of it, but you're not, you're never going to be as invested as somebody that's, you know, been a fan for their entire life. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. that, and uh, Ted Lasso actually in the last season, spoiler alert, uh, Rebecca actually goes on a bit of a tirade talking about that, talking to some of these um, other clowns that are uh, clown owners that are trying to, you know, make an extra buck quick. And she just rips into them. And I, f- I cried. I bawled my <laughs> eyes out um, because I just, I felt it so heavily because that's exactly what's happening with the A's, um, you know, being uh, stripped down and sold for parts, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's just devastating over and over to see it and to rip the team away or to, you know, price the fans out of being able to attend. It's just, it's disgusting. And it, it it's heartbreaking. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we we got to move on guys. I uh, move on to the next mm-hmm. thing here, but yes, Daniel, you were right. We, uh, we definitely believe that if you were going to play mediocre, you should be forced to sell a team. Um, you're here to make revenue sharing off of other teams to be competitive. If you choose to use that money to pocket your own wealth, then you're robbing not only of, uh, the fans, but of the, uh, ownerships that pay you money as well too. So John Fisher out hashtag, um, that being said here, so we're moving on to the NBA. Um, not much here. I, yeah, uh, I just want to touch league. base. Yeah, I mean, Summer League, we've got to see a lot of, uh, you know, our top pick um, in uh, Pazinski here. Good Swiss Army knife. I think he's been great. He will be um, a great bench player, in my opinion. I don't see any reason why he would be a perennial all-star. But, you know, people said the same thing about Steph Curry, and here we are now. So, um, I did get to see our our center, if you want to call him that. Um, Looks great. You know, for, for what he is, you know, being acclimated to NBA speed, NBA uh, talent. Um, I think he's got a great idea of driving to the hoop when needed to be a, an outlet to get an easy score or be an easy rebounder. Um, that being said, I think he needs to work on his footwork for rebounding better. Um, and getting with Looney, I think, would be the best thing uh, possible for him. So, um, but the kid that I think was is the most impressive of Summer League, um is the uh the kid from uh from the houston rockets i think the houston rockets got an absolute steal um he had like six or seven threes against that last uh warrior summer league um to me he looks like a marcus smart 2.0 with a jump shot which sounds kind of terrifying um i know that the houston rockets are trying to get james harden if you're trying to try to james trying to get james harden i'm trying to trade for this kid because i think this kid is going to be something in the league that's going to be talked about and not just a bench player or six man or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you know, and the kid's name, just so you guys know, it's a uh, Cam Whitmore. So Cam Whitmore. Um, okay. So keep a name out, keep your eye out for him. I promise you he'll be something in this league. I feel it in me bones. So um, any thoughts on Warriors assembly? Did you guys catch anything, any highlights or anything like that? Um, yeah, just uh not going winless isn't uh, isn't great you know but yeah. that being said it is summer league it doesn't really matter you're just trying to get some of these rookies acclimated and you're trying to get veterans uh that are kind of on the bubble uh, a, a couple extra looks yeah. and you know if if those guys look good they may not even land on your team but you know they're auditioning for 30 teams you know when they're in Absolutely. The summer league so uh well, trying to before, get a job, you know? before we leave here, I, I want to touch base. Did you guys see Steph Curry? This man is not even on the court and the he's making highlights. in one. I was how there, about, man. How, yeah, he, <laughs> you, Sam yeah, was there. Yeah. How about, um, how about on Saturday, he puts like, I don't know, 25-footer, 30-footer, right? Turns around because he knows the putt's in. And his classic, I just shoot this and walk away because I know it's in. And then mm-hmm. makes a hole-in-one in that game or later in that in, in that round and then yes no 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 yeah yeah yesterday wins it with an eagle putt is there anything that Steph can't do i swear 
I love the tweets that come out that says, uh, hey, this guy should try out for basketball. Yeah. He can't right. dunk. <laughs> <laughs> he could dunk. I've seen him do it. Him and Chris Paul. I've seen them do it. Are they good at it? No. Is yeah, Are they like a one for ten? Yes. He ain't going to win the slam dunk contest. <laughs> I don't need him Kaminga to win needs the slam to join dunk the, contest. Kaminga needs to join the, the dunk contest. I'm just saying it right now. He needs to join it. I want to um, see him. I, I did see that Steph, um, after Sabrina Ionescu, uh, she like broke the record for like threes made 34. in a three point contest. Um, he he's like, I got a new goal. So um, yeah, look for Steph Curry to be in a three point contest next year. Maybe you know, maybe Clay could, throw him in the mix. Could too. be fun. Could could be fun to see what happens. You know, got a new record to chase down now. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I I think I get why some guys don't participate in some All Star games because it's it's a way to showcase it's a brotherhood right so i don't want to take all the uh the spotlights let's show it to some other guys in the league that you may not know as much and introduce you to something you've never maybe seen in your market so i get why steph and clay have bowed out of it but man i want them back in the three-point contest i want them back there super bad so (laughs) it'd be fun yeah anything for you sam on the nba you were there yeah I was at the I was at Lake Tahoe. Um, we did when we were on the lake. We were in a boat, so we cruised by a section. You could kind of see a whole bunch of people on the golf course there, but you know, not close enough to see what was who was there or anything like that. Oh, did you see who Steph, uh, his golfing partner, was on Saturday? No, Joe Pavelski. <laughs> oh. oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> what a great transition so how are we uh, trading carlson <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're, they're they're still kind of in a holding pattern there's there's no no news really just knowing that he's he's on the block he did officially put in his request to be traded he does have a no movement clause so he kind of does control where he'll go um but the sharks are you know trying to figure something out because uh, he's in his prime right now, and the Sharks are not a playoff team right now. So um, trying to if, – if you can move him and get some pieces back so that way uh, the Sharks are ready to compete in, the you know, in like three years, two years, whenever it is, um, and Carlson can net them after getting uh, the uh, – uh, you know, winning the, the Norris Trophy, uh, the the top defenseman award. Uh, his value is never going to be higher, I think, as a shark as a Sharks player. So, yeah, strike while the iron is hot. Try to figure out a deal and get some get something back for him. And he, he's got four more years. So whoever's getting him, they're getting four more years of Carlson. And at least two of those years are going to be prime years, assuming he can stay healthy. So and he was healthy this past year. Um, and all of his injuries in the past have kind of been like not really repeated injuries too often like it's always been he's been injured a lot but it's always been something different which is you know like unfortunate but i wouldn't like it, it's it, it's almost unfair to call somebody injury prone if they um if it's just something different that happens to him you know it's just unlucky i think it's yeah. it's a weird line to balance um uh, Andrew I, I like Bogut had the same issues like he, he was always injured but it was always something new you know, well, yeah, but Andrew Bogut also snapped and, his elbow in two. Yeah. So, and, and, and well, and then, but then he did when he gave a full season. He got what seventy two yeah. out of eighty two games in twenty fifteen, and he was a fucking beast. And the Warriors won the championship because he was healthy and playing at his peak. And th- this is what's happening right now with Carlson is he's at his peak uh, uh, right now. He is healthy right now, and the value is never going to be any higher at this point. You're trading at his peak, and this is the time to do it. I, I like I like hockey injuries because they're like the hokey pokey. You know, it's like right leg, <laughs> left leg. Well, it's literally just north and south of the equator. Yeah. Like it's either yeah, a lower body, battery lower or an upper battery. Upper battery. Battery. Red leather, yellow leather. My just don't say just don't say museums. The, we're we're not talking about museums here. That's right. <laughs> I hurt my upper battery. Yeah. My upper hubby, battery. My upper battery. <laughs> my lower battery hurts. <laughs> Okay, give the turkey. There we go. We're ready to roll. It's like a battery and body. Just only forty-five minutes late. <laughs> God damn it! All, all right. right, well, all right, well, a sport that requires a net to another sport that requires a net. How are the earthquakes doing here? 
So they won their last won. game. I said won. won. Okay. Juan. That's what I heard too. Juan. Well, fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> uh, against Seattle, 2-0 on Wednesday. They're currently eight wins, eight draws, seven losses, 32 points. Sixth in the Western Conference due to goal differential. They're tied for fifth with Austin, but Austin has a one goal differential better, like one goal better on the differential. So their next game is going to be Sunday, August 20th at Vancouver Whitecaps. You heard me correctly, August. Uh, the regular season is being paused for about a month for a month-long Leagues Cup, during which time MLS teams will play against uh, Liga Mexico teams' uh, opponents, and they're doing, like, this whole tournament thing. Happening. I really hope it's, like, not as disgusting as what we saw from, you know, national team levels. Like, I hope it's polite and, and politically correct. Like, I don't want... La Amiga matches down there being oh, cut yeah. short, you know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, um well. yeah, yeah, we, uh, we we talked about that briefly uh with Daniel last week. So, um just uh, you know, keep the verbiage on this side of appropriate, you know, like like yeah, just <laughs> no slurs. Please. Please. No slurs. No slurs. Just stay away from slurs for the yeah, love of all that is holy and merciful. Okay. Yeah, we all want so, to enjoy this league cup. Yeah, so uh, that's right. This coming Wednesday is the MLS All-Star game. Christian Espinosa will be representing uh the San Jose Earthquakes. So look forward is, to him getting 30 minutes. Is MLS All-Star Games much like uh MLB where like each team has to have one representative? No, not necessarily. Um there's uh basically it's one MLS team and they are playing against a professional side from somewhere else like Europe or whatever. Um, I forgot to look up uh, which team they're playing. Let me do that right now. Well, while you're doing that, next week, stay tuned. Arsenal. Because... They're playing Arsenal. Oh, okay. Well, next week, um, uh, Rexon will be playing uh, Manchester. Manchester United. That's United. correct. Okay. I didn't know it was City or United, but I didn't want to get you know in tortured. San Diego. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna be tuned for both of those. I want to see. I, I you know what I, I'd love to see. I like watching the All Star the MLS all-star game because it's a good representation of like the talent level. If Arsenal puts their top players out, which they probably won't because they're doing contract deals right now. So, but if they put their top players out, it's good to see like a talent level representation of like MLS is probably what we say. Championship league esque, right? Yeah, they're, they're probably, if you took like all the leagues in all the world, I think MLS is probably right around, I don't know, 28th. Yeah. Something like that, you know, like, like, they're a top 30 league, but they're not, they're not a top 25 league. They're definitely not a top 20 league. Uh, MLS is trying to become a top 20 type league, you know, and you got to work your way up to that. Uh, Messi coming certainly shines a light on MLS and he's good enough to maybe make some, uh, some of the other uh, teams at least try to practice hard or maybe get a little bit better, you know, uh, yeah. uh, added fo focus, added spotlight, you know, shine a light and maybe they'll will he score maybe, more you know goals than david beckham yeah you think so david beckham, david was, beckham was, had like david beckham had like what five years six years five years at um la uh galaxy but yeah he um beckham was more of a passer anyway like anyway like like yeah he scored a lot but he he was also uh just uh, more of a distributor i think i i think i viewed him more of a uh he was more of like to a, hockey. A, a total football type of yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the exactly. system went through a, a, him. A Jamie what? Tart. Yeah. Jamie was... Tart. Jamie Tart. Okay. Oh, man. Well, hey, um, I only have one more topic unless you guys got something on soccer here. Sam, no, I know you're no, thriving no. to say another hour of soccer. You know. <laughs> um, one last thing on the NFL here. And I, and I promise you're going to wrap up for the night. So everyone's going to enjoy their dinner here. Um, running backs are now holding out. A lot of them couldn't get contract deals done. Uh, Jonathan Taylor being one of them. Uh, Saquon Barkley being another one. And Josh Jacobs being the third one that I can think of. I don't know if there's any more other than those three. <clears throat> so they're holding out because they feel like the market value for running backs should be a lot higher than what they are. A lot of them are going to get franchise tagged. Um, but to your guys's point and it's and it seems like a lot of running backs are coming out in defense and supporting their local uh i mean their their teammates or you know teams of, of nfl teams so like henry came out 
CMC came out, Jonathan Taylor tweeted again about how these guys should hold out. They should get more money, you know, what they're worth. So what do you guys think? I mean, I think the value is way too low for running backs, especially if you only get a shelf life of them, like maybe a good solid six years, if you're lucky. For the for the top running backs, they get six years. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. most running backs are chewed up and spit out in two or three. Yeah. I'm not going to hold anything against Josh Jacobs or any running back that's trying to get the biggest bag over the most amount of years that they can get. So, you know, for most of these running backs, they get their rookie deal, they get their first big contract, and that's probably the only big contract they really get. Um, so, I mean, yeah, of course, I want him in a Raider uniform because that means he could potentially help them win some games. But at the same time, you know, I've always been a person that's pro player and, and, and get the money that you get because whatever – the owners ain't going to starve, you know? Exactly. Ain't nobody else going to starve, so get yours too, man. You're the one taking the abuse, you know? So I I, I wish he was in, you know, in the Raiders uniform and, and getting ready to for the games for the season, but you got to do what you got to do, man. This is this is a massive payday for you, and this goes for all the running backs that are that are holding out. Yeah. I I think the running Austin back in Austin was another one. Yeah. I think the running back and the O-line positions are probably the most thankless positions in NFL. Um, I think the O-line is just ridiculous. Those guys are in mentally insane. Pushing back a dude who's like 285, 330 while getting your ankle rolled up on almost every single play. That's a thankless job. Um, and then running backs too. I mean, hand you a ball, run through a brick wall. There you go. Have fun. And then, you know, don't get a concussion while you do it. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, guys, I, I don't have much more, uh, unless you have something you want to touch base on any lasting notes. Um, I just, just wanted to point out that, uh, we neglected to mention the results, the final results of the gold cup and Mexico did end up winning. Oh. Um, congratulations to Mexico, uh, us, uh, lost in the semifinals, uh, in the shootout, I believe. So, gotcha. um, uh, we good, did, we did lose Mexico. out in the shootout against, uh, Venezuela. No, 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 no. It was. I don't what remember. Uh, I don't know. Latin country. Hold on. Lost you. Daniel will find it. Daniel will <laughs> find it. Daniel knows. Uh, say. I want to say it was like Panama. Panama. Yeah, I think it, it might have been Panama. Yeah, it was Panama. Uh, uh, yeah. I knew it was one the, of those. the final was um, one one, and then uh, they lose five four on penalties. So it's all right. That was the B team. Come see us at our A team. Yeah, uh, Cade Cowell gets to go back and wait a month before playing it with San Jose again. So <laughs> that was fun. All right, fellas. Well, hey, everyone, thank you if you uh, got into the chat here. Uh, Daniel, thank you for commenting. As always, look forward to have you on our next show. Uh, those who are listening, um, you know, come on in, chat, say something to us. You know, we, we're here to to interact with you guys. This is your show just as much as it's ours. So. Um, you guys are listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, no, we don't have that new one from Facebook yet, but uh, we'll, we'll work into it. We'll, we'll work and see Reds, if we got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see. We're, we're, we might. Follow us at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with all of you guys. You guys have a great night and enjoy your week. Deuces. See you. Later, guys. <laughs>